0: What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of YALA! <laughs> where we discuss the hottest news, the latest gossip, and the hottest rumours
1: with a touch of what, Harish? A uh, touch of uh, good old humour. Humor.
0: Small talk, small talk, small talk, small talk to make sure that you remember my name. My name is Terence Chia, and I have a lot to say. Don't forever forget my voice.
1: How about <laughs> you? Uh I mean broadly speaking I <laughs> tend to speak small talk quite small talk doesn't matter what your opinion is small talk small talk small talk because my role on this podcast is for people who <laughs> are feeling sleepy
2: and want to go small to talk, bed small talk small talk overbear overbear at Oh my god that was Okay you know first, okay uh,
1: we, the reason why we did that was because today is the AMA episode, right? The Reddit AMA. Yep. And yep. the most, the most top voted uh, question on Reddit was a, a request from Yorkock Small, uh, the username, <laughs> yeah. uh, requesting that we flip the roles, la. So yeah, yep. and I discussed this at the start, and I was like, "Yeah, you know this is going to be fun." But the moment <laughs> I detected your mocking tone of voice, right?
0: Wow, eh. <laughs> but you also brought it. You also brought it on. So because touchy, you started, touché, because touché, you
1: started, touché. I had to. I had to respond, man. I had to. Respond. I was trying to
0: match. I was trying to match
1: your usual energy levels. You know the the <laughs> fake energy level that you bring. Hey, hey, the start of the don't podcast. Don't dummy fake. I'm just a. Yeah. I'm just a. My magnetic personality just shines through the mic. Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Great, yeah. Great.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I mean that was. Uh, that was we us flipping the roles, man. So yeah. so the the most upvoted comment. Um. Uh, uh. I wonder how you guys felt about that. Uh. But yeah, that was that was interesting, man. That was interesting. I, mm-hmm. I, I realized like uh, the pressure put on the person starting the podcast. Because I felt so carefree and like stress free, you know, just waiting for someone mm-hmm. else to take the lead.
0: Yeah, but you, you you also just felt like, when the hell is this guy going <laughs> to shut up so I can say something, <laughs> right? That's what you were feeling right in your head.
1: Well, yeah, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit.
0: <laughs> Welcome to my shoes. But, Welcome
1: uh, to your shoes. And welcome everybody to our third AMA episode, our third Ask Me Anything episode. This is episode mm, number mm. two hundred and fifty. We've yes. created two hundred and fifty episodes.
0: The diamond, the jubilee
1: episode. Yeah, yeah. Two, that means there's like two at least two hundred and fifty hours of us talking, uh, yeah. or like having a conversation, uh, online right, right. on the
0: internet. It's pretty crazy when you think about it, huh? like, like you know all those, the the 2021, everyone rounding up their Spotify podcast, yeah. and they're just saying how many, like, 50, 80 hours that they listen to us, and, you know, I mean, that's more than I speak to my my parents or anything, man.
1: Yeah, man, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah but it's yeah, funny. so, so I mean, we just wanted to do this uh, because we know we haven't done a ama episode for quite long. And we do get random questions here and there on posts, so we figured, okay, why not we we put up a post on Reddit, I think like about uh, 27 days ago, 28 days, and a good number of comments have come through, so we're just going to go through, uh, ranked by top, uh, determined by Reddit, and Mm, mm. we're going to try and squeeze all the questions in today, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, but before that, we actually have a have an uh, important plug as well, right? Mm, mm, mm. For yes. Something something that we've not talked about before, but yeah. we've just quite recently confirmed.
1: Yeah. And what is that? It is uh, another add-on uh, as part of the campaign that is happening at the National Gallery because we have announced that we're doing the live show, uh, Funny Fridays. Um, the happy problem is that the tickets are sold out. They sold out pretty fast. So we're not releasing or we're not, uh, there, there's no more new tickets being released, but we have like what Terence said, confirmed that we're doing another kind of thing at the National Gallery. It's called art explaining, um, mm. and what is that, Terence? Uh, it's basically us, uh, commentating on the
0: certain art pieces in the gallery, uh, but not just off the top of our heads, up, but alongside an assistant curator from the National Gallery itself, mm. So you 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 get our layperson. Uh, podcaster perspective alongside actually studied someone who actually knows the shit like, right and, yeah and, and and it's just the two
1: of us i mean the two groups uh just talking like. yeah and i think they're opening up to uh, like an intimate audience of like 20 plus people uh it'll mm-hmm. be happening 8 to 8 30 p.m on 22nd january um there's a sign up form that we're going to link to um mm-hmm. not so sure how many spots are left uh if any but check it out I've heard, uh, i heard in the twenties, Oh, in, in the twenties. Yeah. The, the group is Total in the Twenties, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so so if you guys really like uh, wanna join us to listen to us talk about art, uh, yeah. the link is in the show notes, man. Yeah, but we promise it'll be it'll be funny or so, that Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. yeah, we'll be asking questions about like contemporary art and stuff, and there'll be someone there to school us. Correct. Yes. Yeah, man, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. Yeah, so you can and I
0: I think this is uh not age restricted either. So mm. you can bring your family if you're able to register for your family, you know.
1: Yeah. Uh we probably won't we I don't think we can swear per se. Uh oh. so so yeah, it'll be a different side of us as well. Yeah. We yeah. we like something might leak out, like, I don't know. I can't guarantee.
0: I mean, you might be the one swearing uh, after you've gone through all the exhibits and everything, like So, uh,
1: Hey, hey, I'm a no, art no, no, no. You,
0: in, I'm talking about the people, oh. the people coming
1: to watch. it. see, I see, it, I see, I see. Because
0: we're going through, uh, yeah, contemporary art, which is you know, uh, a bit, a bit, uh, a bit less. Uh, what do you call it? Um, Can be conventional. Sometimes
1: quite, yeah, and sometimes yeah, yeah. quite polarizing. Yeah, that's right. Cool, man. Cool, cool, cool.
0: All right, all right, all right. All right. So, so moving on. So we just jump on. right into the first question?
1: Yeah, Ken. Yeah. Um, and that is by long-time commenter Floculencio. So, mm. the, the comment is about us mentioning that we are fans of Joe Rogan quite a few times and they understand mm. that purely in terms of the industry, his development of his show and brand has been an achievement. However, I have personally always found your occasional endorsement of him as a legitimate commentator deeply disappointing since you guys generally display a level of nuanced discussion and intellectual honesty that he consistently fails to hit what's mm. your perspective about his role as a gateway for outright talking points and dubious science slash pseudoscience mm. yeah do you, so uh, how, do you
0: want do you want to answer this
1: I mean it, you, you you can go first man
0: I I, I read the question uh, yeah I mean I, I, I mean yeah we are fans of his podcast uh, we are fans of certain you know there definitely there are certain shows of his, uh, certain podcasts of his that we really enjoy listening to. I and I admittedly don't listen to every single one of them, mm. uh, but but like like I guess like Floquilencio. Uh, more recently, I even tried listening to his the ones where he interviews the anti-vax doctors, and and uh, I can't get through it because I, I feel a lot of it is uh, uh speculation and 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 you know very selective uh, uh, looks at data. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I also am very skeptical of, of some guests that he brings on sometimes. Not even related to COVID, but sometimes even that guy, you know, when there when there, was that, there was that whole debate about uh, athletes eating vegan and all that, mm-hmm. and the kinds of people that he brought on to, to talk about it and all. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I just try to look at it with an open mind, but doesn't make uh my enjoyment of some of those episodes that he's done with other guests, uh, it doesn't take away from that la. Yeah uh, so for for me is I, I try not to label the person as you know uh, as being uh, generally oh he's an anti vexer or he's outright or anything like that cuz cuz that's that's exactly what we're trying to avoid right like just putting people in boxes based on uh, one or two things that, that they've done or said like, right but but trying to look in totality at, as a person I mean his 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 in, uh, intellectual curiosity is something that I think a lot of people should strive towards. Uh, but there are also things that I disagree with him on. Mm. Uh, how
1: about you? For for me, I will say that uh, my desire to listen to him has kind of tapered over the, the past year, I would say. Because mm. last time, I would I be like, okay, um, generally, he talks about a lot of different things with a lot of different guests. And almost every episode I click is interesting. Like, but then now, because of COVID, because of, um, his thoughts on the vaccine—it feels like it always has a hum of like, um, uh, shitting on the progressive left, and and it doesn't feel as curious anymore. Like, as as mm. how you say, it, as objectively curious. So mm. that's why now instead of last time, it was more like, okay, I know Joe Rogan can have a great conversation with most people. I'm okay to just experiment here and there. Now it has flipped to... if he has an interesting guest... like I just looked at his recent episodes... he has... one of his guests is Oliver Stone... Like the mm, fame mm. producer and director... so that I would listen... because... I want to hear someone have a chill conversation... with Oliver Stone... and I think Joe Rogan's the best person to do it... Like. Yeah, but... yeah, yeah so I'm, I'm more selective now... Like, because... yeah, it, it just feels like he's definitely pissed off at things... and... Mm. as much as he tries to be objective... now... He's so pissed off with the left that he is kind of op like taking the opportunity to shit on them when he can. Like, and, I, and I'm not the biggest mm-hmm. fan of that.
0: Yeah. I mean you at the uh. end of the day, you gotta remember that Joe Rogan, he I mean, he really admits that he's he's an idiot. I mean, he calls himself an idiot. He's not an idiot, lah. Yeah. But he really admits that he knows nothing except maybe in the realms of MMA. Yeah. And uh and and you comedy know, like, eh? comedy. Uh, comedy. Yeah, comedy, because yeah. he you no, know, he talks to a lot of comedians. And he, obviously, he's an MMA commentator. So, in those aspects, I enjoy those two industries, those two fields as well. So, yeah. I, I tend to listen to more of those podcasts on those. Like when he brings in a scientist all the damn a bit more like, hmm, what was he? What, is he angry about the whole CNN
1: ivermectin thing and all? all that. So, so would you say that he's a legitimate commentator as Froculancio said we often do? Uh, endorsement? I don't
0: think we endorse him as a legitimate commentator. lah. I think we endorse him as an entertainer,
1: right? An entertaining legitimate, podcaster. Yeah, legitimate conversationalist. Like. But okay, last time mm. I would still say that for whenever something happens in pop culture and all that, I will Google and look up on YouTube excerpts from his podcast where he talks about it because I, I appreciated his opinion. Now I yeah. feel it would be not for every particular thing. Like if there's something about... Uh, I don't know, some some something about the police in the US or something. I don't think I'll go to him anymore la, because I know he's gonna yeah. be lathered and uh, with a whole bunch of perspectives that maybe that those five, six minutes won't be able to clarify. La. So, but like yeah, yeah like what you say, when it comes to comedy and certain things, I would still see him as a legitimate commentator mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So and I mean, even then, like like quite a few other commenters had comments about Joe Rogan and all that. And I think generally I get is like quite a lot of uh Yalla listeners not the biggest fan of Joe Rogan. Uh. Um I mean, it's not, not for everyone's taste. La, yeah, know, but I understand what like. but I understand. He's still, that, so. he's still like the number one podcaster. Know? Like if you look, I think there was hmm. a recent report, but I don't know who he's like, number one above the daily, above all the NPR podcasts and all that.
0: Well, yeah, I I think I think uh, that's because of yeah, he like you say he's a conversationalist. He knows hmm. how to make uh, even his is uh, the how little he knows about a topic, but he's still able to to talk uh, quite
1: intelligently about it with very intelligent people as well. La. Yeah, so I guess that addresses the what you might call it uh, uh, comment about how it, whether it's a gateway to the to the right wing and all that, like outright talking yeah. points. So I think yeah, both of us are more selective now, la. and mm. And Fukuyama actually said it really made them a bit wary of Yala but people <laughs> approving of rog- Rogan are a red flag for me
2: what interesting
1: no but we are we are I mean yeah
0: la, we are uh, aware of uh, what what is the discussions about Joe Rogan and all that and, and sometimes I feel that he's the, the there's a bit of uh there's less self-awareness now Mm. Now that he's you know I mean he's like a multimillionaire like many times over. Yeah. And and he's not even living in LA because he can't deal with like the homelessness on the streets and stuff like that that he says, like right. Yeah. You know? yeah. So yeah. Like, but, uh, cool, I, man. Yeah, cool. Alright. Yeah, I mean that in fact there's a very long discussion on this question in the yeah. subreddit. Like, so do yeah. check
1: it out if you're interested. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, so we're going to go through the, mainly the questions but not the discussions. Yep, 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 yep. Correct, correct. Cool. Alright, would you like to take next question? Yeah, so the next question is from But Then Ho. Mm. Uh,
0: asking if we can invite our spouses or in Harish's case, a fiancé to do a sp- special episode. They really loved the little clip of Harish and his mum from our folklory website and uh, really would love to hear from your family what they think of your podcast and funny anecdotes. Mm. So how, turns, You want to invite your wife or not? <laughs> I mean, uh, I, I think, uh, you know, how about you? How about you? Because you talk a lot, more. I think you speak a lot more about your your fiance and the stuff yeah. you go through. I mean, yeah.
1: my fiance. I've asked her before, but uh, she said no, <laughs> Because yeah. she's she's um like you know how between you and me there's a there's a yin and yang balance where I talk uh quite uh more <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> then, yeah, so I also have that with my fiance, and I've noticed there's a pattern in my life <laughs> what? <laughs> like oh. like the people that I get along with uh, a lot like there's a there's a there's a nice balance la. there's a nice balance oh that means they're not they're not like you la, basically eh no lah fuck
0: you <laughs> <laughs>
1: the yin and yang wa, that's what you're saying <laughs> no I do have some really close friends who talk a lot also but then oh, okay, we balance okay, it other okay. in other ways, like, But yeah, my fiance, um, she, I've asked her before, and I think she's not the, the, the most, uh, I think she's more introverted than me, um, hmm. and yeah. So I've asked her before. I don't think she's the keenest, la. Unless like I yeah. change her voice or something like that, then yeah. then maybe,
0: like. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think, yeah, my my spouse would would, they would do it, but they probably end up like you know scolding me in the middle of the episode or <laughs> so. <laughs> Which would be kind of embarrassing for me. So, it's it's more of my, probably my decision about whether I, I want to expose, you know, my spouse to, to that that kind of uh, situation. La.
1: So, you're saying she might be up for it, but you're not. I, I'm i not, yeah, I'm not super up for it, la. yeah. Because, uh. you know, in
0: general, I'm a bit more, you know, I, I, I don't post as much about on social media and everything about my family and all that kind of stuff. Because mm-hmm. there, there are things that you do want to keep just for yourself, la. just keep for your own personal life, right? Yeah, and
1: yeah. I mean, I think that's something that we haven't spoken about much in the past, but um, it's something that I know I personally am always in the fucking like ping-ponging, like we, we are in the content creators and because I've been in front of the camera for a lot of our videos you know, there is that, that public uh, personality side of me like, and I always debated how much of my personal life to show and I'm actually mm. kind of, Please that I don't pour everything out. Because then yeah. it just feels like like if I'm out with my fiance, uh yeah, when we used to do video, a lot of videos, people will recognize and I think I and en- I enjoy it. <laughs> I won't deny yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. but I don't think I don't think everybody would. La. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I think so, it's uh
0: to, 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 yeah, la, I think uh it'd be kind of uh it be kind of a dick to just assume that whoever's with you enjoys like when people run up to you and, and recognize and recognize you and all that, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Cuz it, it, it can get really awkward. And I I I know how that feels cuz of course a lot of times I was behind the camera last time. Mm. And mm. then like people were, like right oh, you know fucking love your videos everything. And and then and then everyone else would be like oh god, not again. You know the can't feel. It. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. You know that look, that look that you, uh that you, sometimes you see celebrities on the street. There's mm. this like shifting eye that they have. They they're, they're looking, looking around out. for people. Yeah, looking yeah. Out for people to recognize them. I mean, it makes me very uncomfortable when I see a celebrity acting like that. You know, uh, uh
1: yeah. So you know, it's a bit uncomfortable. Uh, why? Because you feel you don't have hundred percent of their attention.
0: No, I I just as in it, it just feel, feels so sad for them. You know, like they they're looking for validation everywhere, left right, left right. The eyes just searching for validation
1: everywhere. It's just So, so if I could share a bit on that, I don't think, okay, there are definitely some who are searching for validation, Uh, but I will totally admit that that when we shifted our focus to longer form shows or during COVID, when uh, there were less people recognizing me, I feel a hit to my own kind of self-esteem. So, not say I was looking for validation, but Mm. previously when people recognized me, I'm like, oh shit, our videos are reaching people, and that was what... At first I found it very awkward when people used to come up, but then after that I realized fuck if they're coming up to say hi, already like like going up to a stranger saying hi is not the easiest thing. So if they're doing that, mm. means that the videos kind of like uh had an impact on them. La. So then I was like, hey shit, it's it's pretty awesome. La. So when yeah. people stop doing that, then I was like, oh fuck, am I relevant as a content creator anymore? So I wouldn't say it's just narcissism. La. Okay, um, okay. it hits it, it's a hit on the self-esteem also. La. You
0: know, I, I like it when people come and say hey I, I listen to your podcast i really love it lah."
2: yeah because you know? yeah, yeah. it's not
0: then it's no then it's less about really what how we look or what what funny things we're doing in public but Really about the content that we talk about and all that.
1: So so that, you right? imagine one day like nobody does that to you or like or like maybe you know you're issue... no, nobody
0: does that to me. <laughs> nobody does that. I'm not like
1: talking like every day somebody does maybe, that to me. Like maybe I must notice whether you speak louder in public. Like let's say you're at Subway, you wanna get uh, oh. I wanna get the chicken bum. <laughs> uh, <laughs> then you look around and <laughs> yeah. anyone anyone
0: recognize that or not? Yala yeah yeah but yeah, no. Yeah no. La, the, yeah la, the chicken's good, right? <laughs> yeah, maybe if you see me do that, then yeah, la, Then you feel then, sad for me, Yeah, fun. then you know, then you know,
1: <laughs> then you know. But someone uh, did yeah. have a question, a sub question related to that about how we got to know our significant others. I, oh, where does, I, yeah. are we talking discussion? I thought we we're not going into the into the the sub questions because I mean I don't want to go into sub comments and discussion. But that was like still a question to ask, la, oh Okay, if you're, okay, yeah, if you're yeah, open. I can. I'm open,
0: I'm open. How? Yeah uh zuka uh 2012 yeah zuka 2012 there're yeah, probably I'll people listening who're like what the fuck is zuka <laughs> yeah yeah exactly <laughs> back then in the in the early days your 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 uncle used to your uncle and all his friends there was this thing called a club mm. uh, where you would pay money to go in and and you know get your ears blasted with electronic music uh, mm. and, and you get to dance, and you get to, you don't really get to know people, la, but you get to like have drinks with people, and dance around people, and then once in a while, you like meet people, and then outside of the club, you all will actually like, you know, start to hang out, and all that, la. so mm. that's how, that's how people my age used to get to know strangers, Zook, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Zook out where people so used to party with
1: no social yeah. distancing, Correct. No Holy social distancing shit.
0: at the beach, you know. Uh, you know, wearing wearing bikinis and, and speedos and everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. I wasn't wearing a speedo, lah. Yeah, just just FYI. But uh, yeah. That's mine, how that's how I got to know.
1: Mine was a lot more virtual. I like. was like, a dating app, man.
0: Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, Which one? Dating
1: la? app. Bumble. So you are like a positive case for Bumble, la, right? I think. Like, yeah, I think Bumble. Actually, I don't know. I don't know what the breakdown is because I know quite a few people in my circle who have met through apps. Mm-hmm. Um, but Bumble at that point in time, I don't know how Bumble is now but I met her in 2017 and Bumble was one of those apps that was newer so there was less of the spammy shit la so uh,
0: can you just differentiate Bumble from Tinder like what's the difference
1: so for Tinder when two people match uh, this was back then I don't know it it's changed but two people match anyone can message each other Bumble was started by a, a disgruntled Tinder ex-employee who faced like sexual harassment at the workplace and mm. she wanted to flip the dynamic and give women more control la. so on Bumble if you match the, only the, the the female can message first Whoa, that makes yeah. you such a feminist for using Bumble. Uh. Of course, lah. Yeah, la. like closet closet and, feminist. And <laughs> it's totally a, a humble brag whenever like, I tell people, yeah, my my fiance messaged me first. Of course, she oh, never likes that la But oh. uh, she don't want to come on this podcast to clarify, so I can't. I can't help it lah. Oh, I see. I see. I see. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. So you hold that against her, as well No la, I never and hold it head. against her. I hold it as a as a as a badge on my on my sleeve. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, but Terrence and I have both met met each other's uh, significant others quite often. La. Yeah, you know? yeah, I mean. Let's so yeah. not say we live in silos. Yeah, yeah, we do. We do talk you know, and all. Yeah. Okay, uh, cool, cool, man. All right. All right. Moving on next to question. the next question by Accidental jurists. Um, And okay, so glad we're doing this EMA. Not sure if it's been addressed before, but in perhaps in light of the developments of this podcast, it might be timely to revisit some of these themes. Two questions for both of us. First of all, We'll do one by one la. Uh what yeah. first got each of you into reading about and discussing current affairs topics with each other? There was of course the school element, but what made you continue to be interested in current affairs? And if there was only one thing you would like listeners to take over, take away from the philosophy behind Yala, but what would that be? Whoa, mm. Deep questions, yeah. yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Um I think I think for for me, when I was in my teens, even early uni, I never used to read that much news lah um mm, mm. even first few first few years of the working um i yeah i didn't read that much politics and like or sociological stuff or shit i would read like mm. football news and all but mm. i think when we were dabbling in c- creating content on youtube and looking for stuff to create and then realizing that there were there were things that used to get me angry like uh mm. Just the income inequality and when people are treated like shit like which you see in uh like poverty, like are kind of very stereotypical things that make people angry. But yeah. then thankfully like I got a chance to work in like profits doing that. So I started getting interested in that, which made me ask uh slightly deeper questions about hey, how did society end up in this place? And then you go developing country, you come out to Singapore and you start to just notice things la. and then mm. but i think it was it was because we started creating content when trying to figure out what to create content and when reading up on like okay how to find inspiration a lot of the things i read was like okay think about what makes you angry la. so mm. it was like a cycle la, like what made me angry i realized with make it into videos and then i look for more stuff that makes me angry and it was a self-fulfilling cycle so that got me interested in current affairs and and shit la. so before mm. I go into like what made us discuss, what was your starting point? Mm
0: Yeah, I think I think it's interesting here that accidental Juris uh, assumes that the that there was a school element in us discussing and being interested in current affairs, Because mm. actually, I will correct that by saying that uh, a lot of the people that I went to school with, right, who went went through the same education as I did, you know, so called traveled traveled the world, saw the world, and everything. And they return to Singapore, actually they might be even more into the so-called Singaporean rat race than a lot of people who actually are from Singapore itself. Mm. You, you know what I mean? Like like you you think that they come back worldly and all that. But other than flexing that they, you know, that they've worked overseas and things like that, they actually have very, very little interest in what goes on outside of of uh you know their jobs and their and their personal lives lah. You know, mm. uh, oh, you uh, feel that. Than, you feel that. I feel that. I feel that. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and that probably is also the reason why, you know, uh, we, we when we started mystery of funny, we actually got a whole bunch of friends together to make a video together and everything, like right? Yeah. Uh, but somehow, uh, only you and I stuck around after that, lot like, right? And mm-hmm. and and part of it is because I think we also were like. We were reading things and we were like, hey, why is it like that? Why is it like that? Why can't we do it better, you know? Yeah. Or why can't we do it another way? Or why can't we make a video about it or something like that? That's what sustained the interest in it for us, like, right? Mm. Uh, so so I mean I I wouldn't say yeah, like, I would say that it's it that the school element is was actually a very small part of it. It was more about just after that, like, yeah, like you said, like we were discussing what kind of videos we want to make. Then you really ask yourself, like, what 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 makes you angry in the morning when you wake up? La? Not say angry, like what what makes you ask or keeps you up at night? Like you know that mm. that question that CEOs love to answer and all that. What yeah. keeps you up at night? What makes you angry? Then when you talk to people, they're like, ah, why 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 are you getting so upset about this, this, is nothing to be upset about? But but I feel I feel like if we are if I'm getting upset about it, there must be someone someone else out there also who also feels like there's injustice and all that and we wanna make say something about it, like, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and and I think like, yeah, the, the the school element thing also, when I was in school, I used to hate anything to do with history or even like in for the classes where you must do participation, group discussion, share your opinion, I used to be like, oh, fuck, can you, can you just tell me mm. what to memorize and I'll just do that and I won't give a shit rest of the time. So looking back, I wish I was more curious in school, but I think the curiosity, there was a gateway to the curiosity, which was stuff like uh, like I personally experienced. And I mm. think it started, sounds like it started somewhere there for for you also. Just thinking, okay, what, looking inward first and then going to look for stuff that fulfills that. And yeah. then, and then of course now I read more news than ever, partly because of this yeah. podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. <laughs> right. By so necessity, but, but over time you realize that actually this is stuff you also enjoy talking about and all that, right? Yeah, yeah, Exactly. But then, uh, yeah. so then th- that brings us to how and why we wanted to start this podcast. Do you, wow. what's your, did, what's your where, take where on
0: it? Where was the how and why we wanted to start this
1: podcast? No, like, or why, like, why did we want, because uh, oh. Accidental Jury said, what, what, uh, this, One what thing got you us like into, listeners. No, what got us into discussing current affairs topics with each other? Or oh, each other. I think you want to take that. Yeah. Um, because I think the not many other people would listen to me rant lah. I don't know whether, yeah, and
2: they'll
0: probably shut you up before you get you get past the intro there, right? Yeah, we
1: just <laughs> <laughs> hey, like I, I, I sit up, up, up for lunch Why with you my so friends like, Can you what's up everybody?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and they're like shut the fuck up lah, okay? So then because when Terrence and I started doing MY full time we used to see each other every day and this used to be lunchtime conversations. Mm. Um And I know when we had uh, employees and interns and all, like um there were varying levels of interest. La. And mm. we started the first iteration of this podcast, which was called The Mushroom, was very guest-focused and it was long-form conversations. And that wasn't taking off. And then we got sidetracked with other projects. And then when we decided to dabble, go into podcast again, I remember we were eating lunch at some uh, coffee shop near our office. And we said, yeah, we're... We the thing about the guest thing was it was very dependent on their schedules. We are already having conversations like this over current affairs, partly because we cannot find discussions like this anywhere else. Let's do the one thing that everyone recommends people to not do. Think that a conversation between you and your friend is interesting enough for people to want to give a shit. Um, so that's how we started it and we were doing it once a week maybe, then twice mm. a week, then now three times a week. La. Mm-hmm. Correct, correct. Yeah. 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 So the one philosophy... Or anything you want to add to that? Uh, no, I think the
0: just the one philosophy thing. Yeah. Uh, what will be yeah, your? I, mean, I think I think you know, everybody should be trying to, like I said before, entertain dangerous ideas Because mm. uh, I think too often we're told that oh you don't think about, don't talk about this, don't talk about that, don't don't discuss this during dinner because it's everyone's just gonna get upset and all that. But over time, what I've learned is that you can have a very civil conversation about something and, and it's still entertaining dinner talk lah, you know mm, yeah. mm.
1: entertaining correct. dinner talk okay entertaining dangerous yeah. ideas yeah correct for yeah. me it's like anytime you're reading about something and you see all the papers say one thing right um, just try and look for something that maybe shares a differing perspective
2: Mm. Because I've always found like, w-
1: like listen, Joe Rogan. Uh. I mean, honestly, sometimes when I want to hear something polarizing or what the right wing is thinking, I would listen to Joe Rogan. I would listen to Ben mm. Shapiro, uh, Steven Crowder, because then they would spark off certain things, and then you just like they might mention a Fox News video. Then you go and watch that. There might be an article, and somewhere along the lines, you might find something that makes you think. Like. And I think mm. that is super important in this day and age. Whenever you find everybody's saying one thing, just mm. try and look for someone who's saying something else. Yeah, yeah. Correct, correct. Yeah. That's right. And then the, the next part of the question is, in the past year or since the last AMA, what was your favorite serious and lighthearted topic and why? Wow. Mm, wow. Favorite wow. serious topic. Yeah. yeah uh, in the past year or since the last AMA. Yeah? Wow. It's like, a lot to, to I mean I have a, a a podcast recording that stands out for me like. okay yeah, well, yeah why don't we keep it at that like, as your favourite uh, podcast yeah episode uh, like. yeah it is the 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 most recent recording I think we did with Rishi Budrani and I just remember that because I remember laughing a shit ton oh okay it was the um, the the complaint the COVID against, on, uh, no I don't think eh was it Fuck. Let me let me try and find it. But um, yeah. Is it one twenty two? What was the topic?
0: Uh, wait. One twenty two. A mother gets pissed at SA oh, yeah, for yeah, making her wait. <laughs> and all bicycles in Singapore now bricks
1: yeah. yeah, I remember that one was was uh funny, and I remember laughing a lot. And and I think it helped that we recorded it face to face in the office. But I think that is before our last AMA. But you know what? Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm. One twenty one. One twenty one, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, I you? think. No, um, la, It's not one twenty one. Or oh, they about one twenty one. You just now, I thought you had a number. No, Was it 120, one twenty? Oh, it's not one twenty uh, one. One twenty two. Sorry. One twenty two. okay. Yeah. January
1: twenty twenty one. Ah, yalabak, yeah lah. Pass year Yeah.
0: Yeah. Correct. Correct. Yeah. You. Um, I think if you ask me, like, uh, I I think when we did the interview with Young Raja. Mm. Uh I think that was as much as young Raja is, you know, rapper and young and everything, I think there were a lot of interesting things that we touched on in that podcast. Mm. Uh and, and it's it, it surprised me how much I enjoyed uh, speaking to him. But also uh also just the thoughts that were going through my head as we spoke to him as well. Mm. You know. So that's what I love about some some of these podcasts. I mean another one that comes to mind is when we spoke to we spoke about um the the you know the when when I think also related to Rishi lah when Shah had that, that controversy with uh uh someone who made a very sexually inappropriate comment to her. Mm. Vish, Vish, is it Vishwa, is it? Uh Vishwa something. I can yeah, look it yeah, up, you yeah. carry on, you carry on. But yeah, we yeah, that's where also in the middle of the podcast, I think I had a realization or came to the realization of of uh from one perspective to another la. Mm. And so so that that was a those were very clear examples to me of, of when moments during the podcast where even I just talking through it also really learned uh, about a different perspective or, or just understood things better. Mm. So so that, that that tells me that there's something working when there's even,
1: you know, we ourselves are learning something. La. Mm. If yeah. I could just add one thing along those lines, I remember when we spoke to uh we spoke about the Solo Young incident.
2: Mm. And then from the time okay.
1: after that when he came on and we spoke to him, yeah, my opinions changed a lot also. Yes, yes, yes. That's yeah. Right. So so that was. Wow. So so introspective, so nostalgic. Yeah. Good question, man. Yeah, first, yeah I, now even I can't look,
0: remember. Yeah. No, now looking back at the Yalaba episodes, I, I I read the headlines and I like, oh, di- I can't even remember that we spoke about some of these <laughs>
1: some of these topics right? yeah. but it's like school all over again you study for exam yeah. then you forget everything yeah, I was like What's, yeah. what was my opinion on that holy yeah. shit yeah, so this so, would be like for our future generations to understand mm, what we were thinking when we were in their uh, in the 30s la. yeah time capsule Yeah, time capsule man but yeah alright cool. cool would
0: you like to take on the next question uh Tirumisu Misumacha asks, will there ever be a chance for a fan meetup? Would love to have autographs on both of you. Mm. Yeah. Uh, the and answer, then I think man? there's a there's a bit of a discussion mm. about why why autographs and all. But yeah, I mean, uh we have a live show on the 21st of January, yeah. which I think we announced after this question came up. Uh yeah. and then like I think we like, we just mentioned the art planing thing. I know these are not like directly fan meetups or what, but also because of COVID, we can't have a large scale fan meetup that right yeah uh but but actually um, nowadays I I really feel like we interact a lot with uh people our listeners through social media whether it's this subreddit or even Instagram. like uh, Instagram messages and all that right yeah yeah so maybe the it there isn't that need for a so-called fan meetup uh, per se because really, you can really
1: like engage with us on on these platforms uh. I mean I actually think a fan meetup would be great because there's a big difference meeting face to face. The reality is like, even yesterday when we were doing the recce at the National Gallery, we asked them, is there, what are the rules before and after the event? And they literally said, performers and audience cannot mingle. Yep. So as much as we would like to, you know, uh, slap on a, a meet and greet outside the event or something, unfortunately, it can't happen. Um so I would say the, the the limiting factor is is COVID lah, unfortunately. Mm, correct. Right. Right, yeah. Because it'd be so fucking great to have a, a meetup and like where yeah, you know, like there's that, that physical face to face kind of mm. uh sentiment sentimentality lah. Yeah. Yeah. But exactly. alas. Alas. Yeah. So even at the event we have to like give like uh uh socially distanced fist bumps lah.
0: Yeah, that's right
1: yeah man uh, but yeah so so that's hopefully that answered your question yeah and then the next question uh, okay next question is wait let me scroll down
2: uh,
1: oh shit okay uh, okay Whoo. okay from girl 39 uh got five questions yeah uh okay so we just power through them first one sure. Darren's can you share a bit about your three doggo's I think yeah. you have three, but I don't see the Pomsky often. Would we'll like to hear more about the origins. How do you get them? And the typical maintenance cost for three dogs? Uh, okay. Uh, just I guess just the 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 general quick version mm. is that I I actually
0: have two dogs. Um, uh white uh what, what, shit? What do I call my dog? It's not a Shih Tzu. It's a it's Japanese it's a Spitz, Spitz. A la. white a Japanese Fuck Spitz. La. <laughs> 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 Sorry, uh that dead, dead brains, dead brains. Like I don't know. A, yeah, yeah, a white Japanese spitz named Pola. Uh, Instagram is Pola the Curious. You can you can follow him. Uh, yeah. He's uh just turned eight years old. Uh, and he was adopted. He was adopted. He wasn't bought from a pet shop. He was adopted because somebody gave him away when when he was slightly older puppy. And I think because he wasn't very well trained in the in the house, and also they they gave him so we adopted him. Uh, and then the second one is a Singapore special. That means a mongrel, a black color Singapore special. Uh, her name is Luna. She's mm. five years old now. And she mm. was uh, found as a puppy in the jungles of Changi, And we, yeah, we adopted her as a puppy. And, and she's, a, she's like the perfect uh, yin and yang to Pola. Like, in terms of the personalities and everything. Very, very mm. different. Yeah. Uh, and, then, and then a third dog. I know people mention a third dog because uh, sometimes uh, my, my parents, they have a, a Pomsky as well uh, named Oscar. Uh, who uh, also was adopted by someone who was leaving the country and and, and couldn't take care of uh, t- couldn't take care of the dog anymore. Uh, yeah, so he's a, he's a very big, lovable, fluffy, uh, pomsky. You know, usually pomskies are tiny. Right? Oscar, is, yeah. Oscar is big. La. He's like uh, he's more he's more ski than pomla. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, he's sometimes he hangs out with uh, my dogs and they take photos together, but. But generally, uh, yeah, uh, we all of them were pretty much adopted, lah, or at least they were being given up, and then we took over, took over mm. them, lah. and mm. they are they are a big part of our family. So, you know, shout out to all all dogs out there. Uh, and uh, I think they asked, someone asked, the typical maintenance cost for three dogs. I mean, uh, all my dogs have have pretty long fur; they shed a lot. So, I think you know, depending on whatever groomer you go to, usually it's about like eighty to one hundred dollars to groom a dog every month or so every month or a half one month and a half mm. uh so yeah it, it does add up when you when you have dogs with food dogs, and all right? that right yeah then you add food food also depends on what you want to feed them so I I can't give an exact cost but uh yeah we do we do try we do calculate quite a bit in terms of how do we how do we feed our dogs uh sustainably so yeah I can I can I can give you more info if you DM my my
1: polar the curious my dogs Instagram yeah <laughs> <laughs> dogs Instagram sure. so, but I must also give credit to Terence's dogs for because I never used to like dogs or I never mm. used to interact with dogs I never grew up with a pet but when we were yeah. walking out of your parents' place for a while uh, mm. yeah and I interacted with Polar I was like oh shit dogs are awesome yeah you, you sort of understand the personality a bit right that, yeah, and, that and each really of them have a
0: different personality
1: And after that, then I started looking at cats different also. I mean, it doesn't help that my fiance is not the biggest fan of cats. And I realized like with a dog, it's really, you hear all that like fucking lovable shit. A cat Mm -hmm. just looks like, it just stares at you lah. So then I realized, oh shit, there's a big difference. Because previously, last time I thought, how different can they be? They're just both pets lah. But holy shit. Different, different. Yeah, very very different. different. Yeah. Yeah, man. Okay. Cool. Next
0: question. All right. so next I, I'll, question. Yeah. I'll get this one. Right. Yeah. To either. Did you get invited or nearly get invited to Lim Kopi with the local authorities before? Do you get stressed over accidentally violating the OB marker? And just to clarify, I think this means do you, uh, have you been like called in for questioning from authorities because of our content right? Mm, mm. And uh, violating OB markers. OB markers are Singapore, like they call it out of bounds markers where we, if you talk about something that's very sensitive like, race, religion
1: and all that lah, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, you want to get that? Sure. I mean, I've heard stories where when someone says or does something, they get called and they kind of meet someone for a casual conversation about that particular incident or event that happened lah. Thankfully, that hasn't happened to us but Mm. we have been invited to conversations and closed-door meetings with some very, very high-ranking people which we will not Mm. disclose. Um... Mm -hmm. But I think... I think. But not for th- violating anything. La, right? Not for violating. It was more just to establish a conversation la, because it's, it's a well-known fact that since we've been making videos, we do touch on topics that not many people would touch, not many people would cover, and we mm. do kind of push the boundaries where we can. Mm. But I would say that I've never felt stressed or anything because uh, I think we put in a lot of effort to make sure that we don't unnecessarily implicate ourselves, so we say as mm. much as we can without get causing trouble for ourselves. So even mm. in those meetings, I never felt. In fact, I felt proud to say, "Yeah, we ca- We we list we cover current affairs. You all can listen if you want. We try and be objective, and yeah, I never felt stressed. Well, well mm. how would you? How would you respond? Uh, yeah, I I I mean same as you mm. I never I've never felt like we've, we've come close to that yet. No? because i mean it is something that we do debate should we do this even though like okay we know it would get more people talking but then it opens unnecessary problems and there's enough of these examples where you see yeah you can go maybe extra viral but the 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 consequences of that is it going to make your life a lot more difficult which which you yeah, know like, you you go fucking viral but the the, the next year or so you're you have to live in the shadows Versus, okay, you you strike a balance, uh, maybe you cut back on certain things more that are more controversial to allow you to gradually push. Like. And now I'm very happy when people or brands or fans tell us, okay, you guys have an edgy sense of humor or you all cover things in ways that, wow, can't believe you said that. Because mm-hmm. it's been a gradual thing, like, it's been a gradual thing.
0: Correct, correct, Yeah.
1: Yeah, which is why we are very confident to say that we never edit this podcast. Like no matter mm. what the topic and we don't even discuss our points before and we do our own research, we come and boom, we let it go and we never edit. Mm. Never. Correct. So yeah, right. uh, the, the thankfully no stress. So, okay. Okay. The yeah, next question, which actually is kind
0: of related this. Yeah. Uh, you know, this was uh, Q- girl, girl, 39 was listening to an episode was Steve Harvey uh, asking Miss Universe to imitate an animal, which caused a uh, quite a bit of controversy, mm. So, have you guys ever made any gaffe which made you guys realize that it was amazing that you weren't cancelled over it? Ah, uh, <laughs> you wanna you wanna take that? Um, gaff? Uh, no, I, I mean, we have always like I always say we always flirt with, with the boundaries. But, but I, tea, yeah. mm. I never yeah. felt like that. We we have actually ever really uh, got to the point where I felt like, oh shit, we're gonna get cancelled because of this. I've never mm. felt that lah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think I've also never felt that specifically. But I will say that now, looking back on content we've made in the past, I'm like, hmm, could have been done mm. better.
2: Could have oh, been if you're better. going
0: back, if you're going back further, further be before podcasts right?
1: Yeah, yeah yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because then, yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there, there are things, but I mean, like, uh, I don't know if there will come a day where someone pulls up a video we did in the past and be like, when, when there are new social norms and all that, and they look back and like, how the fuck could you guys do this video? But then, yeah, um, yeah like If, like that, that I wouldn't say it's something that I'll be like, oh my god, they discovered, discovered me. It's just that's who we were at that point in time, and that's why I think. Like, I'm guessing for you also, I'm most comfortable sharing my perspectives on this podcast compared to writing a tweet or a Facebook post because there will always be the conversational aspect and Mm. it's harder to misconstrue a conversation or extract a piece of a conversation compared uh, uh, of an audio conversation than than let it go viral compared to like a Facebook post. Yeah, exactly. Context matters, man. Context, man. Yeah. because uh, we've also had that one I think a couple of people listen to us at the start of the podcast they message us scolding us then by the end they're like oh shit uh, sorry I should have yeah. listened to the rest of the podcast yep yeah, yeah. that's right cool okay next okay. question to either yeah. it is pretty well known that Singapore YouTube scene is pretty clickish and toxic are there any specific examples that you guys are affected by the toxicity has it gotten better recently especially after a well-known media company was embroiled in a saga hmm. any thoughts uh,
0: I I don't know. I feel like we've spoken about this somewhere before already, lah. Right? Yeah, yeah. But a TLDR summary, TLDR summary. Uh, we we sort of have avoided a lot of the drama on mm. YouTube. I mm. mean, we worked with a lot of the people involved in all this drama and you know, everything. But but it, that was what it was like. It was uh, you know, we worked together with them. Uh, but we never ever got embroiled in the in any of that that drama so much, lah.
2: Yeah, I think
1: definitely is like, like one instance of rubbing each other the wrong way, but that was almost like like nothing too dramatic or anything. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think we, we'd be over overselling it if we really call it like huge drama or anything. Yeah, it's, it's not yeah. a huge drama. And then they say, yeah. has it gotten better recently? I mean, to be honest, I have no clue. Uh, yeah. For us, we try and let the the content drive everything. And if people approach us and they come sincerely and all. Actually, I don't know, now there are certain people who approach, uh, I guess those are the ones who have been like the more criminal charges and all, they can't even create content, so scratch whatever I said. But I think, yeah, I have no idea how the the YouTube scene is now, man. Yeah. 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 That's right.
0: Cool. Uh, Okay, cool. So the next question. To Haresh, how do you feel when people comment (laughs) on your pronunciation? (laughs) I think generally Singaporeans pronounce certain words wrongly like rendezvous, lettuce, fla, emu, baguette. Uh but I don't personally don't see an issue with it as long as people generally understand what you mean. Oh, <laughs> well, I can sense
1: the glee in your voice <laughs> reading the, the questions, yeah.
2: No, no no no. I just so wanted
1: to make sure that the, I would say, the questions fully understood. You know? Yeah, I would say the one re- the one thing I have realized is that okay, pronouncing names, I try to be more careful. And I know I still mm continue to get some people's names wrong. I know, mm. I know. Um, but that is one thing that I feel like, okay, I need to get better at that. As opposed mm. to the other words and all, right, Um, I, I I, kind of fall under the thing that, okay, if if, if people understand me, that's the most important thing. That also means that if I'm speaking to someone who might not be the most familiar with the singlish twang, I will try and pay more attention to my pronunciation because the goal is to communicate, like Whereas yeah. if I'm in Singapore, if I'm talking to you or this podcast, um I try no, this podcast is not the best example, but face to face, I will speak in a way that people understand me. And if it means relaxing on a little bit of the intonations, that might happen.
0: Yeah, yeah, correct, correct. But for you? I mean I generally agree with Cute Girl 39 that I don't I don't think it's an issue as long as mm. the, the, the gen the general locale that you live in, people generally understand what you mean. Yeah, I I think I used to be a bit of a, uh, language and and grammar and and vocab Nazi, mm. and then after a while I realized like, why am I being so so you so like almost like uh prideful of the fact that I okay my my English is is better lah, but every other language that I've learned in my life I'm pretty shit at it la. you know mm. whether it's Chinese or French or whatever I've I've tried and and I'm I'm pretty shit at all of them except for English lah, then. Mm. Because of that, I'm like, whoa, fucking like Nazi on on. Because at the end of the day, language also evolves with time, right? You know, like like when when if you really study the roots of, of a lot of different types of words and language, they all they all like came from somewhere and they evolved over time and 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 you you can go but really far back into research of how every word came about. So, you know, there there are words that will will change in pronunciation. They will change in terms of their usage and and. And 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 change with generations like in terms of how they use the language. Like mm. you know, we use words like lit and 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 all that that never existed and that were we'll never used like that before, like, right? Yeah. And so, so it, it's 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 a kind of a, it's a very um it's a very uh what do you call it, a boomer mentality to to be like, oh no, this is the way exact way to pronounce it, the only way and everything.
1: Like, but you know. so now now you don't correct anyone around you who maybe says a word uh that is not the Proper in air quotes, la proper way to say it.
0: No, but but if I don't understand what you are saying because of how you pronounced it, then I will say, Hey, the way you pronounce it, I probably me and a lot of people won't understand what you're saying. Mm. Then then I will then I'll bother to, to voice it out loud, right because I'd be an mm. asshole if I said I didn't understand what you're saying and then I just sat there and just keep nodding and mm, mm, you know, and think, that this is stupid, yeah.
1: So then, all those years when I say omelette, you just keep quiet on Then you have to wait till we <laughs> start a damn podcast, have thousands of people yeah. <laughs> descend on me and tell me, yo, it's omelette, not omelette. I don't think I ever had brunch with you
0: like on a Saturday or Sunday before, so <laughs> very unlikely that we'll be ta- talking about omelettes,
1: like or anything like that. So I literally have only heard you pronounce omelette. No, so on then this I'm podcast. wondering. I'm wondering, my friends, because you know, the first person to point it out was my fiance. Uh, when we first started yeah, dating, yeah. and I was like, "What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> no one has ever told me in my 34 years of life that I'm yeah. saying omelette wrongly." Yeah, yeah. And then so come it's on, it's only broadcast. your real friends.
0: Only your real <laughs> friends.
1: People that care about you would tell you.
0: Yeah.
2: So
1: all my wow, all all my friends have just been. Maybe it's a personal per, inside joke uh, for them. They're like, "Hey, yeah. Mister Omelette is coming." Correct, correct, Mister Omelette. Yeah, Mister Omelette. Um, But I think the the one time, I don't know whether I mentioned this on this podcast, the one time I realized why the way we speak is important is when we were studying abroad. And I was fucking determined to not try and lose my Singaporean twang when talking to people from the US and all that. And Mm. after the first few months, my friends did tell me that for the first few months, they couldn't really understand what I was saying. Mm. Um, But I'm quite proud of the fact that my closest friends abroad, they got somewhat used to my Singlish Slang like because I used to see like all these people from France and Jamaica, all those countries with the cool accents. They don't give a shit about putting on a American accent. Exactly, the Singaporean yeah. accent, unfortunately, is not as seen as, as sexy like. Even though I think it's sexy as fuck, but um, no, I think it just comes
0: down to exposure over time, like, You know, yeah, yeah, exposure over time. Yeah, in the media and everything. As more people are exposed to you know Singaporean personalities like like the Henry Goldings, the Tan King Huas, and and things like that, then they'll accept that. Oh, there is this certain. Accent that, that some people speak with is a Singaporean or slash Malaysian accent. Uh,
1: yeah. But Henry Golding got oh, Singaporean Malaysian accent. Man, is more no, like mean, Ronnie Cheng. Uh, Cheng Ronnie, uh, Cheng, Ronnie uh, Cheng. Ronnie Cheng. Yeah, yeah, correct. Uh, right. Ronnie Cheng. Yeah, yeah, man. Singapore accent rocks. Yeah. All right. Cool. All right. Next question. That's that's yours. Uh okay. Yeah. Uh by, from Mano, Man official, if yep. any and given the opportunity, which current sitting MP would you most like to do an interview with? Huh. Mm. Huh, um, I see, I see. My wow. I have a first answer, but then. Uh, ah, so what's your first answer,
0: Let's give the. First shamugam,
1: answer. Shamugam, Shamugam. Why, eh? yeah. Um, I just wanna wanna be face to face with him and ask him questions, and regardless of whether he answers it or like just finds a way to pol- uh, be a politician and wiggle out of it. I think yeah, mm. it's um he's one of those who's been there for so long. He's obviously yeah. knows how to play the game, and just being face to face with him, I think, would be interesting. Yeah, uh, I think okay, that's, that's cool.
0: Um, I, but for me, I'm thinking one of the four G leaders lah, cause I, uh, I think we are we are still in the midst of a leadership transition now, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I, especially for someone like Chan Chun Sing, I think I hear very polarized opinions about him. Some mm. people who claim to have worked with him and everything say that he's like the smartest guy that they've ever met, you know? And then at the same time, you know, there are people who, who listen to him talk and say that why, how the hell can this guy be an MP, uh, be, a, be a minister or anything, you know? Mm. So I just want to understand for myself why he can be so polarizing and why is it that makes people who have worked with him say that he's the most brilliant person he's, they've ever met? You know, mm. again, those two those, those two things are. I think it's very hard for those two things to coexist, like having people who say you're the most brilliant person and people who say that you're a fucking moron, right? Mm. So so it's it's a very interesting thing to me and and just to find out why
1: how how he is really is as a person and all yeah. Mm, I see. Actually, yeah, that's mm. a good yeah. So so Shamugam and uh, Chan Chun Singh, uh, feel free to slide into our DMs and we yeah. can set something up. La.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> cool. Okay. Alright, powering uh, on. Have, yeah. I have a question for Haresh from All Things mm.
0: Quaint. Mm. Why do you say straight times instead of straight times? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Refer to answer from previous question. Mm. Straight times. Do I say straight times? I think so, yeah. I, I do remember do remember. straight, you straight times. Straight yeah. times. I think I alternate. Lah. I'm pretty sure I said straight times in the past. But it's because... Like I'm very comfortable on this podcast. So straight yeah. times takes a bit more effort than straight times. Straight yeah. times. Yeah. But but yeah, la, the point straight is you times. knew that it was straight times. Straight yeah. fuck straight times. Uh, yeah, all yeah, things yeah. green. So Correct. so you knew yeah. it was straight times when I said straight times. Uh, yeah, yeah. it might happen again in future, la, Just FYI. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Next question. So, okay. A few from Kumar Babu nineteen nineteen. Um, tried listening to episode 150 about halfway uh, and fell asleep which Harish will say is due to Terence's monotonous voice while Terence will try to take a dump on Harish's ideas love the banter thank you mm-hmm. okay so the first time they connected with us was watching the videos on awkward situations questions what is your philosophy vision for Yalabad one of those big idea questions it was answered to some extent on episode 150 uh, which he recalls was, can't put your eggs in one basket, do it for as long as it is good, but I feel you could consider articulating a vision now that your fan base has expanded even more. Who? I think, like what
0: we were saying earlier about, I thought I said earlier about like entertaining dangerous ideas lah. It's mm. what I really hope that, that you know, people take away from it also lah. Yeah. So that's your philosophy. Okay, then your vision? Uh, vision uh. Mm. Hmm. Wow. Uh, i mean it will be along the same lines of trying to inspire people to 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 talk more yeah mm and talk talk about the like, stuff that they wouldn't dare to usually bring up yeah, to each other yeah
1: mm. okay uh for me the vision for Yalabad is continuing to grow this podcast definitely but see how else the philosophy of well, yeah entertaining digit uh dangerous ideas just creating like 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 approaching tough topics and and forcing the conversation can can take other forms also lah. So mm. if this becomes like there's a Yalabad I don't know, T V show or 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 some sort of game or some sort of thing that just forces more conversations, that's how I would like to see it grow. Lah. I think in internally we have thought about oh should we have different verticals of content mm. uh potentially but I think it is really just building the brand and extending not just through podcasts but any other opportunities that we see fit I mm. don't have any specific formats in mind but that's why we make it a point to keep track of other developments in the content space uh yeah. trying to do research on new technologies and all that just to see how it can it can grow maybe maybe like uh just talk referencing what we were discussing above about Maybe a yala but
0: dating app uh, where you can only message someone who has opposing ideas from 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 what you have uh, listening uh. mm, exactly. Uh, so
1: exactly something like that. Yeah, and and yeah, like it's something like where it kind of takes something that runs from you, uh, but flips it and just yeah. At the core of it is this 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 entertaining different ideas thing Like would you date mm-hmm. someone? Who is the supposed supports you know, <laughs> a different political party? Whole lot more. That'd be funny, man. 50% <laughs>
0: yeah, only man. Date the workers' party supporter. Yeah, what?
1: like you can only match with someone if you uh, you've <laughs> you have a different political slant. La. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, ah, or different then. religion or different yeah. kind of diet or something like that. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. new dating app. Huh. Yeah. Power. That'd yeah. be great. Yeah. And uh, uh, so,
0: I mean, okay. I guess that, that, that answers that, it a little bit more. Right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think the next question is, how do you guys build your tolerance for rejection? Because uh, he references our older material, like when Harish was swimming the fountain at Taka, and, uh, you know, milestones along the way. Uh, the media ceremony for She's a Terrorist and I Love Her where Harish wears a bright green leprechaun jacket as another example. Hmm. Mm. I, I, I didn't see that as something... Uh, to feel embarrassed about, but rejected. I guess I guess someone is calling out your bright green leprechaun jacket. Uh, and uh, what intrigues me is how you have handled the fear of failure, that you have thrown a career, thrown away a career of stability, <laughs> to find some kind of inner resource to tell yourself not to give up and to continue with what you believe in.
1: Sorry, I need to go cry myself to sleep for a while, <laughs> for your green leprechaun <laughs> jacket and for throwing away no, your career I and stability. W- yeah. I will give the benefit to this user because they, uh, they've, they've been very supportive in other comments and also I think they were just asking I think the rejection part is maybe like the fact that we pulled it off there may have been some fears of being rejected before let's say I jumped into the pool right mm. uh, jumped into the fountain and how we handle the fear of failure that you may have thrown away a career and stability yeah? ooh how um, like um. so okay so so for me I would say when it comes to making videos or doing the stuff on camera that I could never imagine myself doing, it was really uh, the fact that once the camera goes on and there are other people involved in the in the shoot, I don't want to waste people's time. And I also would feel extremely shitty if I were to not do it. So it's just the moment camera goes on, uh, I would tell myself, fuck it, just lose all dignity, lose all shit. It's like drinking alcohol. It's yeah. like seven shots of alcohol go in. I, I mean, I don't actually do it, but I try to tell myself: camera goes on, just do it. Don't think. It's like when you bungee jump, you mm. don't think, you just do. You mm. don't think. Yeah, it doesn't really translate to other parts of my life, but mm. I found like the the mindset of camera goes on, everybody on set, fucking just do it. Don't waste people's yeah. time. Just do it.
0: Correct, correct. Um, I think I think I
1: actually think that it like this:
0: being able to bounce back from rejection is like it's a bit like a muscle like that. Lah, where mm. you need to, it's like any muscle in your body, you need to exercise that muscle to make it grow. You need to tear, tear down the fiber so that it can rebuild itself and become stronger. Mm. So, similar for rejection, and I mean this in the most, uh, even in the most uh, mundane, lame ways when you talk about rejection, like, like going up to talk to someone that you like and being rejected, for example, right? Mm. I think... Uh, only much later in my life that I realized, like, you know, for example, like going out to talk to someone you like and being rejected, uh, it's not as bad as 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 as, every, as often your mind makes it seem like it will be like, right? You know, mm. I talk, and I'm talking about not only just romantic pursuits, but also in the office or at work or or you know, just difficult conversations you might need to have with people, right? Mm. Uh, and a lot of times the the rejection is a chance for you to learn something as well and to mm. also you know grow as a person la. so 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 I, I I mean if you want me to give specific tips on how to build your tolerance it's, yeah, la, it's like doing pull ups the way to get better at doing pull ups is to do more pull ups you know get rejected more put
1: yourself out there more la, yeah but and that's about people time, who maybe cannot even like bring themselves to put themselves in a position to get rejected then use, use Bumble app then use eh, Bumble app then
2: fuck <laughs> What the fuck, <laughs> no. They were no, 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 throwing no, no, me no. under the bus. No, no. no.
0: <coughs> Sorry, excuse me. Um,
1: yeah, yeah. I, uh, I don't know. What do you think? What do you think about that? So I would say for me, like, uh, I, I just to build on what you said. I think my horrible dating skills when I was younger, right? Like I used to be so bad. Um, like uh, there were, I mean, yeah. It's just my game was horrible. Uh, but looking back, right, I think that's what led me to comedy, you know, to be honest. <laughs> mm, mm. Great,
0: great, great. Because
1: yeah, like um yeah, I just couldn't figure out why the fuck is nothing nothing going my way. And then yeah, there was a lot of introspection and I realized, oh shit, um yeah, like if you got all the stuff that makes you that's supposed to make you conventionally attractive, it doesn't mean shit And if you don't have if you don't have sincerity, mm. Um and then once I realized that I was fucking Casanova. No, like, just kidding, kidding, kidding. Mm. But then the the, the 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 other part about okay like there's one part you know you, you always hear you know get the more you get rejected the thicker your skin grows the more you build that resilience lah. but i do also totally recognize that putting yourself in those sort of positions can be hard and i would say what i've come to realize right is is kind of uh like like one big thing for me is surrounding myself with people who help me do that um, and this is where I would give people like you, my fiance, my closest friends credit for kind of uh complimenting me in that way oh yeah i mean for 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 real, it's like um I think I think it's true and I think uh there's you always hear you know you you surround yourself with the five people and you become like the average of them. I actually feel yeah that's very true, but also finding people who kind of like uh, as much <laughs> they say how you how you handle the fear of failure, how you have thrown away your career of stability, I can be fucking volatile, man. I can mm. be so insecure. I can jump from being the eternal optimist to like just fuck everything. I hate everyone. This, this this thing is going nowhere. But what always helps me get through it is is uh the people around me who help me balance out la. So like mm. literally the dynamic of this podcast where I can be like blah, 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 and like where Terrence is a bit more more I wouldn't say, yeah, more monotonous lah, okay? I, I won't, I won't, oh. I won't. More nuanced, <laughs> okay, more nuanced in emotion. Yeah, more nuanced more, <laughs> more, yeah, more, more nuanced. More nuance. In some way, that that represents like our relationship offline. I don't know whether you would agree with that, but I, I definitely think so. Like you would agree with that lah, right? Uh, yeah, yeah yeah yeah, to some yeah. extent yeah. yeah, to some extent. And I think with my fiancé, with my closest friends, so I think finding, finding like the the people who can help you get through that is super important. That's why you hear people who start companies by themselves is a lot harder than starting with someone else because when you're alone and going through shit, or wow, that, that can be rough. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And, and also letting the, the user know that, yeah, like I still have uh, thoughts oh shit, like, yeah, we are still in a space where well, what's COVID, uh, like uh, the, the stability of a long term contract job. Like a full-time job, yeah, that provides you some security. If you're running your own business, you will never have that. So I still mm. feel it. It never yeah. goes away. Never yeah. goes away. Never goes away. But you, I think you learn to, to sort
0: of like, compartmentalize a little bit, lah, right, and understand yeah, yeah, why yeah. where that, that emotion comes from, yeah, and, and how it it can't be solved by you sitting there fretting about it tonight, lah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, exactly, It's solved exactly. by a million small actions that you take over the next
1: course of the next year and everything, lah. Yeah. And that's one big thing about this podcast, like the fact that oh shit, like uh there's a such a loyal fan base, it really means a shit ton to 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 me and, and us, like the fact that okay, there uh it gives us a bit more freedom to try shit also, knowing that okay, we have mm. people who already trust us, already believe in us, then yeah. we have more room to try something and even potentially fuck up. Like. Yeah, over two hundred and fifty episodes, man. Yeah, 250 man. Two hundred and fifty episodes, yeah. Yeah. Uh, cool. But, uh okay. uh There's a sub-question. If anybody wants to go back now and view material for the She's a Terrorist and I Love Her comedy, they can't do it since Hook has been taken to the grave. I mean, that's a whole mess in and of itself, but we will at some point bring it to the world. I'm positive of that. Don't know how. So the short answer is not yet. Not yet, not yet. Yeah, not yet. yet. Mm.
0: Okay. So next question. How do you guys handle conflicts? What is the worst disagreement you have ever had? Either with each other or third party?
1: Hmm. Uh have to give some leeway I understand some things in life are better buried. Uh, what's the worst disagreement we have had? Ah? Mm. I think it's more smaller ones,
0: lah, right? I won't even, yeah. Maybe it's not even the worst. Lah. Maybe it's just, uh, yeah, just, I think the worst one might not even be related so much to work. But, but more about like, when I think when you were uh, dating someone I knew and everything, <laughs> and I had set it up and all that la. so I I felt really bad because I was like the sort of like the the middleman in that situation. Yeah, that, you know? that relationship didn't end well. La. Yeah, and and I was caught in the middle because it's it's a dear friend and and it's you la, right? You know, uh-huh. and I see you every day, but you know, I, then that dear friends are like asking me things about you, and I'm like, oh shit, I can't, I can't really. Hundred percent answer truthfully, either. And but that,
1: that one I, I didn't feel the disagreement. <laughs> so it was internal disagreement,
0: is it? Is the in my head I, you? I, I I felt like I set up this mess, <laughs> and I felt this responsibility to do something about it. But I also couldn't do anything about it, like, You know. So you see me
1: every day, you are like, oh yeah, no yeah, how are you, bro? Then you go like uh toilet and you message your friends like I'm with this fucking asshole. He's we are, we are working together. I'm sorry, blah blah blah. Uh, it- no la,
0: no la, no. I I I I I think I I essentially I tried to stay out of of it as much as mm-hmm. possible but uh this the disagreement was just basically basically in uh uh yeah like how how I mean how how the whole thing was 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 unfolded and, uh, unfolded la. and then, I mean mm. I'm not blaming your you or the other person or anything it's just uh it's just a lesson for me not to not to match you know make. <laughs> introduce matchmaking two f- close friends la, you know yeah oh, 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 it's not, see, not I see. a good thing
1: yeah this is this yeah. In my memory yeah I think I think we have had a lot of minor uh, squabbles and yeah. even yeah some heated phone calls. But apart yeah. from that, nothing. I would say like uh, the w- any huge disagreements like which is which yeah. is a good thing lah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct, correct.
2: correct. Yeah, but with a third party got a lot la. A lot la. Uh, Hard to say, <laughs>
1: but that one we really hard to I think hard to to, to disclose here also la, Right. Yeah, yeah. But disagreements yeah. confirm like it, this podcast also. Yeah. I think sometimes we've had disagreement right before the podcast also. Then we yeah, just, yeah, yeah. yeah. Correct, have correct. to show up, man. Yeah, correct. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Final question: What is the gravest mistake you have ever made growing up? Tell us your story. It not be in your adult life. Walao eh. Ah. If there's a way to to keep this high level. High level. What's the uh, gravest mistake? Uh? Gravest I mean, mistake. If you if
0: you ask me anything, is is uh, being very naive about contracts, uh, You know. Uh, that, mm. that you know that, that you oh the moment you sign a contract you can't you, you, you know you're protected and you can't get screwed over and everything la. I would say that's grave because of the far-reaching consequences of of the, mm. of that of that naivete. Mm. Uh, of course, of course, it's not something that that caused any immediate life and death, but like uh, cause a death or anything like that. But it's it's a it's the it's a mistake nonetheless that with with grave consequences also well, mm. yeah you know.
1: Gravest mistake. Uh, I think it would be the times where uh, I made, like like caused some like uh, had had some disagreement or arguments that that I came to realize maybe like would have hurt people. Uh. But I mean I'm thankful to say that isn't one instance that sticks out. I just know there have been times in the past when I've uh, done things that yeah like, I shouldn't have done to other people lah. Um, mm. there's no yeah there's no one specific thing because when it comes to like career and even dating and all that like I try and try and also not see them as mistakes because like if I'm feeling shitty then of course they will all feel like mistakes but yeah. how I've come to terms with like my shitty dating past was like oh it led me to comedy so in mm. some way oh why did I not ask that girl out but if mm. I asked that girl out maybe I would have gone down a totally different path. So Yeah. Yeah. So that's what right. I try and tell myself. La. Yeah. Correct, correct, correct. Yeah. So I mean yeah,
0: yeah la, I think what you're saying is like there's no like big regret or anything like that. That Yeah. That I think it used to be the, a yeah. where you see the mistake being so like far reaching that its consequences are still felt today or anything like that, lah, right?
1: Yeah. I think I I used to be more regretful and and have a tough time letting go of the past. Mm. And I think I've I've gotten slightly better. La. Mm, yeah. So yeah. Cool. 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 Alright. That's powerful. Uh one. next one. Is it my scariest
0: turn? Scariest moments uh. while filming. How about the the scariest moment for you while filming?
1: Scariest moment while filming. Uh yeah. while filming. While filming, scariest. I
0: mean I have one. Uh. I think uh there was one time when we were shooting in uh in the hotel in Geylang. Won't say which one. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it was just uh, you know it was a scene where we basically lit up the reception of the hotel and, and you know it was at night and everything and uh, we had someone behind the counter la. and the idea was that he would get dragged out from behind the counter by uh, a couple of uh, loan sharks who were uh, looking for looking for something la. right they would drag him out then I remember being behind the, the monitor uh, the, of course I was, I was directing that scene then uh, I was just watching the monitor and then uh, then they, they played out that scene and then we recorded that. I saw that, oh, because they wanted to help the person get out from behind the reception, right, as as he was being pulled up. So there was someone squatting behind and like, there, there was someone squatting behind and then like lifting the person over, over the reception counter, you know. Mm. Uh, and then I watched the whole thing play out and I was like, hey, shit, I saw the person's head poke out as he was doing that, like so mm. I, I, I after after I caught cut I was like hey you know I, I could see the the head of that person behind the counter can you I, I think it was an art director or something can you just tell him to stay down when he does that next time then then someone turned around and said to me "Uh, there's no one behind the counter mm. there's no one else behind, besides the actor behind the counter and then I went mm. back to look at the footage again and I course, saw I saw a head there again <laughs> mm. and then and I I, I asked people hey, can you kind of corroborate with me and there, there, there was a hit there, right? So we played the footage again. And, uh, yeah, but but actually, so so there was this moment when a chill ran down everyone's spine because we were like, oh, fuck, like, what did we just see? Uh? Mm. Or what did we just catch on camera, you know? Yeah. And uh, later it turned out that it was actually just just the the actor's shoe or his heel <laughs> that came up, <laughs> la. yeah. <laughs> so that was scary because it was like, it was gilang, it was near midnight and it was, you know, this creepy, creepy-ass
1: place and all that, lah. Yeah. Yeah, and I remember also watching it on screen. I was like, oh, fuck, what the hell is that? Then I can't yeah. remember who said "This is Shula." shoe. And then everyone was like, oh, yeah, it's a shoe, it's a shoe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I love
0: to... Sometimes I still love to take out a clip and show people because it really yeah. looks like a head popped up in nowhere. Yeah. Mm.
1: Oh, I, I think for me, the scariest thing is more about my own personal uh anxiety. It was that video... Uh, of where I jumped into the Takashimaya swimming pool it wasn't Mm. jumping into the pool it was if you go back and see it was the last one where I wore my friend's uh, swimsuit and did a gymnastics routine Mm. and Mm. I remember thinking that because I was hiding behind a wall outside SOTA and our teammates said okay rolling I'm like ah fuck and I think I think that was the one time where I'm like okay just give me give me two minutes and (laughs) I don't think you were there. I think yeah, we were I wasn't shooting. There, I wasn't there. Yeah, yeah, you weren't there. And I was like, oh shit. Um, okay, pull yourself together, man. You're wearing a swimsuit and your face is there for everyone to see but fuck it, you already shot everything. I think that was the last thing we filmed. So, I went with our teammate just for that. So, we went to Sota. I changed into the swimsuit, got behind a wall. He was up on the steps and then I did that. But after I did one time, I was like, hey, actually, okay. So, I did it a second time.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think I think everyone loved that 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 scene.
1: Yeah, yeah, that, that was a that was a, a, a memorable video. All right. Yeah. Okay. Next question. Terence, serious question here. How many more variations of butt do you have in your arsenal? And also have you ever repeated any versions of butt? Lastly, which is your favorite version of butt? This is the butt you say at the start of every podcast. Yeah. Right? I
0: think the, the most repeated one is the when I just go but right. Mm-hmm. Uh, correct, correct,
1: correct. Variations of
0: but yeah, I, I, am, I am running a bit dry already. But uh, yeah, We'll, we'll see, like You'll see.
1: But but what goes through your mind? Do you prepare ahead of time? Okay, Today I'm gonna say, but this way, or you? What's your What's your thought process there?
0: I, I, I try to match your energy level when you ah. depends on how how you bring it, and because we've done this so many times, I can tell, I can tell at what level of energy you are already, Wow, really? You know? yeah? yeah, yeah, yeah. So I try to match the levels. If not. Sometimes if I'm feeling a bit more quiet or something, I'll try to, you know, over 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 be overbearing in terms of my energy. La. Like so, if we have a disagreement right before the podcast, is it? And we have to just to make you have to wait a little bit longer so you can talk before you talk. La. I
1: yeah. see, I see. So yeah, petty, yeah, yeah. So petty. Yeah. yeah, patty,
0: yeah. Uh, so so, what's my favorite version of Bud? Uh, I mean, yeah, you know, the one that you hear the most of uh, Yeah, that one. Uh, okay, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, <good>.
1: All right. <laughs> Maybe someone next. should do a butt supercut.
0: No, uh. oh, yeah, yeah. We have a lot. Yeah. Uh. Uh, yeah. But yes, next one, one. Name one recurring commenter you would most like to meet. Wah. By Mark um, W.
1: Jacob. By Mark W. Jacob. Uh, I would say a few come to mind. Uh. I wouldn't say just one. Mm. Um people like uh yeah, Floculencio, we mentioned. Accidental jurist, Man Official, Daiso One. Who else uh? I think for me Jungle Jimbo, cause Jungle think, Jimbo yes uh, correct at the start and then uh, I mean we I think I've spoken to him.
0: I mean, I've spoken to him before like yeah so yeah uh, yeah definitely like to meet up at some point like,
1: Big yeah. Sloth Boy, Meme King, mm-hmm, yeah Big Sloth Boy. Uh I mean just based on this this comment like I mean this thread some of the more active commenters Kumar Babu nineteen nineteen, Uh I think Tomato Meter also has a yeah, long time uh, commenter. Yep. And yeah, how how to single out one? Because honestly, it almost feels like they're all so different, which is fucking great, like. mm mm-hmm. Correct. Correct. It's great, but then Hall Of course, yes. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. The 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 list will go on, man. Yeah. Okay, okay. Cool. Next one. All things Queen again. Uh. Hi hi. I have one more question for you guys. Do you ever to a- attempt to guess the gender from a username and all the content of the post? I do. That sometimes and quite enjoy it, although there is no way I can verify, and frankly, I don't intend to. This keeps things interesting, mysterious, and most of all, respectful. Thank you for creating an awesome space in Yalabad do mm. you, Terence? Uh, uh, not
0: really. Uh, yeah, mm. do you, I mean the because I know a lot of people have throw away accounts on Reddit and all that. Uh, Correct. They, they don't really mean anything the name, so it's very I mean very hard to guess. Person's of course, it's interesting to see what they read and then try to. Maybe maybe from there then you can guess what, what the demographics are and all but but not from the username so much. Eh?
1: Yeah. I I think I sometimes fall into that, but I try to remind me, remind myself that okay, they might be you can't tell. So I try and use mm. them or they mm, correct, correct yeah. 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 So them or they. Just to be neutral. La. Just mm. to be neutral. Yeah. Okay. Alright.
0: Next question. Next question. What was your longest cold war with each other?
2: Uh yeah we talked
0: about disagreement, but have we ever had yeah. a cold war? We don't talk to each other.
1: I don't think so. Eh.
0: I don't think so. Yeah, as in, Wah. if we want to, I think if anything, we just okay la If not, if not disagree or something, let's just talk it out la As opposed yeah, something to, like to that. or even just keep messaging until we cannot stand it already lah, You know. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. Not, then we don't do the co war <laughs> thing. Lah.
1: Yeah, because there have been times where either one of us call each other and just let go on the phone, but yeah. after we meet, it's okay lah. Yeah, 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 correct, correct. Yeah, so no, yeah. yeah, it's really hard to think of a a
0: cold war period, uh, Yeah.
1: Oh, that's 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 good to know. That's good to know. Yeah. No, no cold war. Okay, yeah. cool. Uh, next question by Kumababu again. Um, Harish and Terence, would you consider doing a heavy episode linking trauma and racism? I am referring to works of psychologists like Gabor Mate who or Gabor Mate who espoused the connection between trauma and addiction. Who? Uh, I think yeah, this one. It's an extension to link to other discussions like how punishment for drug offenders may or may not be the best way forward or how we in modern society cope with our addictions through things like eating. Mm. Uh, Understand at some point it becomes a bit controversial. Um, Thought it'd be interesting to know what you guys think about this because you guys address complex, complex issues with great incisiveness and dexterity while keeping your listeners awash with humor. Whew, mm. Uh what is the question? <laughs> well, I guess would you consider doing a heavy episode linking trauma and racism? Yeah. Um yeah. that one. Oh, Tim Ferris recently interviewed Doctor I assume his name is, is Mate uh, Yeah. Dr. Uh oh, interesting. Uh what do you think? Uh?
0: uh yeah, I mean we'll have to look at it lah. It's I have yeah. to listen to the podcast or so to really it figure is a it bit out. Too yeah. I think I guess this this is probably more for the suggested topic lah, as opposed to an AMA kind of of episode lah, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, correct, correct, yeah, yeah, yeah. So so we will we will park that under things to look into. I already opened the YouTube video. So thanks yeah. for the for the share. Yep. But don't have an answer for you right now, man.
0: Yeah. Okay. Cool. So the next right, question. Next
1: one. Internet
0: lurker ninety six what are your thoughts on the top local commentary YouTubers in Singapore like Sneaky Sushi, YOLO, and Rishi? Mm. Uh, I think they have been, a couple of them have been discussed on the podcast before in relation to Sneaky Sushi's video getting striked by NOC on YouTube and Rishi being sued by one of the wealth gurus he talked about in the video. And is Mm. there a chance of either of them coming on Yalabat as a guest to discuss the experience or will you collaborate with them uh, on other outlets? uh? What do you think, huh? Um I think I mean YouTube in Singapore now for me isn't uh, the most exciting space lah. Mm. Uh I feel there isn't as much uh variety of content as before as in the early days when everyone was experimenting with a lot of different things. And I guess mm. commentary YouTubers uh have come up more recently and become more popular, and uh, yeah, they were they were quite fresh for a while. But now, um, yeah, I mean, there's even like people like watching old Crime Watch episodes and and shitting on them and all that, like, right? You know, mm. uh, but yeah, like Crime Watch episodes were also products of their time from 10, 20 years ago. So so that, that that's the thing about commentary channels, like right? You you kind of need to to continue to keep finding stuff that you can shit on, uh right mm, mm. and uh, that to me is uh it's a tough way to live lifeline in general when you but you I was just... also a commentary channel eh? yeah but but you know every day there's there's some new news or something to react to and we're not necessarily shitting on it lah, right or saying that is is oh this is terrible it sucks and all that lah, right mm. whereas I think because of YouTube's algorithm and all that commentary channels cannot just be oh say oh I love this I love that but they kind of have to. Be very contrarian, and they have to almost uh be a smarter than thou, holier than thou kind of bring a holier than thou kind of uh, approach to a lot of things that they critique, Right. Mm. Mm. So I think that's where for me it's uh, beyond a certain point, I'm not even sure if the person really believes what he's saying anymore. Like mm. you know, like being so being so upset about what what a wealth guru is doing or some any other person who's advertising on YouTube is doing, la Right. Mm. yeah so So that's why I feel like oh, it's a little bit it's become a little bit of a performance really rather than them genuinely saying what they feel about it
1: yeah I think for me like um, I think it's it's good to have something other than listicles Um, mm. and I think anyone who's consistently putting out content week after week I respect the hustle but not my cup of tea also because mm. I like commentary channels that make me think about stuff that I am grappling with that I feel are important and how Crime Watch and stuff like that. Not, 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 just not my, my cup of tea. La. Yeah. Um, I know like Sneaky Sushi is now like growing pretty fast and very popular in Singapore. Um, so kudos to him. That wouldn't yeah. rule rule out us uh working with him in any way, Because like, I think he is talented. He creates mm-hmm. content that's not my cup of tea. But if there's a way we could work together, yeah, sure. I don't have any issue with him personally. Like. Yeah,
2: yeah, no issues. Same
1: you with YOLO see. and Rishi. I think YOLO's memes yeah. are great. Like his yeah. his his fucking memes are hilarious. So so that's that's cool. Yeah. Collaborating yep. with them through other outlets like our TV series, I would say yeah. Like we're generally open to collaborate with anyone as long as they're not uh, verified uh, assholes, la. <laughs> either mm. through law or through enough referen- references that we know, okay, this person yep. not someone to work with. Correct, and correct. yeah, it is a good idea. Totally up for it, man. Totally up for it, yeah. Yeah, even coming on our podcast if, if yeah. there's an opportunity to. Yeah. All right. Yeah, man. Okay, cool. Next question. Who? Yep. You or me? I think it's you, yeah. Okay. Uh, from Majestic Emergency Aid. Hey, guys, really enjoy your episodes. Question. Always, uh, and this leads to my friends asking whether we should start a podcast together since I love to talk about current affairs with my friends. I have three concerns. I don't know how to start a podcast. Are you open to conducting a podcast workshop like How Okay Let's Go Did to other aspiring podcasters? First question. Mm. Um, I think we have thought about it, um, but then, I mean... Honestly, there is a lot of info out there already on how to start a podcast. Mm. Uh, Mm. I think the most important thing is just record your first podcast. It can be with your phone, uh, mic, it can be with anything, and just put it out there. And the one thing that I can't remember who said last time, which really changed my perspective to putting stuff out in the world of starting a channel or a brand as a first-time creator, is like, if it's great, a lot of people will hear it. If it sucks, nobody will hear it.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, what you're saying is that the outcome either way is uh, either positive or or it's just nothing, right?
1: Yeah. I think, yeah, Yeah. the toughest part is always putting the first uh, piece of content out there. Like, if you look at our first YouTube video also, as objectively, is it the best YouTube video ever? No. Uh, I think we have gotten a lot better, but it was uh, after we did that first video, right? I think we realized, "Hey, shit, uh, okay we That's the process lah. Now we just have to get better at it. Yep, yep, yep. That's right. right. But, but would you be open to conducting a podcast workshop?
0: Um, I feel like podcast is, compared to like even a YouTube video, right? right podcast is even more personal in terms of like what, what exactly are you trying to talk about, what kind of audience you're trying to reach and all that, right? Yeah. So, I, I wouldn't know exactly, you know, what what your you and your team, your three people are angling for in terms of how to differentiate yourselves. So, what might work for Harish and myself might not work particularly for you guys as a group and all. Mm. So, it, it's I feel like for podcasts like Harish's, there's a lot of resources out there. And honestly, the startup costs are much less than for video, la, right? Yeah. Uh, and, and I think everyone should just try and do it because it is really... Uh, yeah if, if, if it's cathartic for you as it is for us you will just naturally want to do it without having to feel any reservations about it
1: I would say I'm 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 still open to conducting a workshop but more on like uh not just podcast because if you're creating content it, it it's it, there are ways you can kind of create content in different forms uh so so yeah or even a, a podcasting workshop, if the opportunity arises, if there's something, I'll always be open to conducting that. But it is not at this point at the forefront of our priority. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. All right. Next yeah. question. I'm scared and I'm not from the same person. Follow-up question. I'm not good enough to be podcasting. That I'm not smart enough to be discussing current affairs on air. What was the trigger point for both of you that made you all decide, oh, shit, this podcast is working. Let's release three times a week. Uh, mm. Specific trigger point. Yeah. Mm, I think I guess just the number
0: of listens mm. number of downloads, yeah. Because they kind once, of yeah. Yeah, once you hit a certain number that you are very confident of hitting every episode, then then you know that, that yeah, lah, you're doing something right, lah. You're doing something right and people maybe
1: people want more. Lah, and it's no no harm experimenting a little bit, lah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I think the thing about not being smart enough, I mean we also like are fully aware that we are not the 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 smartest people or know the most, but we just record the process of us wrapping our head around things, lah. Like, and sometimes that's that's what people want, like. mm, mm. Um. And then the three times a week thing was like, yeah, oh shit, like people are asking for more. Let's just see if it's possible. And when we realize, oh shit, we got a cadence to it.
2: Why not? Mm, right.
1: Okay. We yep. we we are aware that it's one and a half hours in, so we're gonna speed through the rest the rest of the questions. Mm. Um. Next follow-up question from the same person. Did you receive any criticisms from listeners when you all started podcasting? What was it and how did you overcome them? Any regrets at that point of time? Um, mm. I think when we first started, we had already been doing YouTube and Facebook and kind of grew a bit of a thick skin to like comments like that. Lah. Mm. Uh, it mm. was just for us, okay, we got to just keep creating and tweak, create, tweak, create, tweak. And then slowly we we found some sort of format or tone or voice that worked. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we we still receive criticism, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's yeah about we still do.
0: Or about you know our endorsement of Joe Rogan, our thoughts and, on Chinese privilege, yeah, things like that, or why why Xiashia is on our podcast, mm. stuff like that, So, uh, no, I we I think I think we we just take it in our stride as as people care enough to want to give their feedback, and uh, even if it's not something the nicest thing being said, at least they tried, like, You know and uh mm. at the very least we should read it and and think about it like yeah mm-hmm. so so yeah do do if you uh, if you change your mind about what criticism is it's not about seeing you fail but it's about seeing you get better you know mm. then 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 you you you
1: actually want people to take more time to criticize your work la. yeah but yeah i mean even now when we get a comment that calls us out for something i do feel like oh shit did we say it correctly did we say it incorrectly but how I try and just get move on is okay, you you understand you try and understand whether what they're saying there's some point or there's some mm. justification. If yes, then okay, lah, just try and not do the same thing again. Because yeah. yeah, things things move on. People I think can be more forgiving than people give generally people credit for. So mm. so yeah. Correct. Most important thing, just upload your first podcast. Just yeah. do that. Yeah. Correct. All right, four more All questions.
0: Right, next question Yeah, it's a tough one. McSpicy spicy mm. or zinger?
1: Uh, I haven't eaten both for a long time, but I've heard McSpicy spicy is fucking spicy. I can't take spice, so it has to be zinger. Oh, uh, mine is the reverse. McSpicy spicy. Yeah, zinger
0: is 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 too spicy for me. Zinger is too spicy. It's not just the spice; it's just the the amount of uh, like bread. The, how much is bread oh, and everything? I yeah. see. I see. So, but McSpicy spicy is greasy. fucking spicy, right? It's spicy, lah, but I, I don't feel like it's
1: as greasy as a singer I see. Uh, is lah for me. Yeah. We have to do that test. Lah. <laughs> yep. All right. Okay. Next question. Fuel Cake 9785. First and foremost, huge fan, reside in Toronto. Holy shit. Shout out to Canada. Haven't been back home in three years podcast is engaging, makes me feel very close to home. What do you think about including a segment in your podcast where you call a random fan by means of a lucky draw perhaps and have a mini Q&A session or mini discussion? It'll be a cool Mm. way to know your fans and get more personal. Keep up the great work and looking forward to more podcasts. Mm. So, why don't we call fans during the podcast, Terrence? Uh,
0: Because it's very irregular, the timings that we make our podcasts. Sometimes they can be during the day. Sometimes they can be at like 11pm at night. Sometimes it can be out of the middle of nowhere and then, you know, it just, basically, it, it's not as
1: fixed a schedule as, let's say, a radio show. Like. Mm, mm, mm. Exactly, exactly. And, I mean, we have d- done dial-in interviews with people and it's not, like, things can yeah. go wrong and yeah. a big part of what we try to do with this podcast is record and get it out and do the world as soon as possible so that when news hits, uh, we can be a source of thoughts about news. La. So, mm. I would say... W- like I'm definitely open to doing it, but not on the podcast. I know there yeah. was someone else who in this thread mentioned things like cameo where we do shout outs. Um mm. yeah, there there are possibilities there, but tough on the podcast. Lah. Mm. All right. right. Second last question. Yeah. Uh so this person
0: says dangerous crime. Mm. Just curious about how podcasters like yourself and others make money from podcasts. Other than sponsorships, I don't really see how like how do how do others like
1: my favorite Conan O'Brien, make money from podcasting? Mm, 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 mm. Mm. So this one, I mean, yeah, there's there's branded partnerships, yes. There is um, the fact that if you have uh, a product or something you're launching, you can use your podcast to market it. If you have other things you're putting out in the world, like a TV show or a scripted audio pilot, both of which we have done, the podcast helps us market it. Um, then it also kind of like... um. How you say? It? Uh what other ways? Eh? What other ways? Um I I I think like like for
0: example where, you know when we get uh get enough exposure and and, and people also want to see us live that also mm. that also
1: is is uh a revenue stream for us la, as a, as performers as well, la, right? Yeah, yeah. I would yeah. say yeah, like generally most podcasters who make a living off podcasts Uh, rely on ads I would say that's Mm. the bulk of it but the benefit is how you can spin off your audience on podcast to support other ventures that are maybe a bit more commercial so that's why Conan O'Brien with his podcast maybe not the best example because Conan ultimately he works for a network Right? Mm. Um. I don't think he has equity in the show or anything so that plugs into the whole network machine and is almost like a marketing channel and, and it doesn't exist in terms of profit and revenue on its own it's part of everything mm. yeah right, Yeah. Right. okay final question uh, yeah. weird question but like how do you all survive like literally according to wise Asian parents people who do this kind of stuff don't earn much dun, oh, dun, the, same dun, question, dun. the same question the same question as above as right uh, but but I mean this one is more generally.
2: How do we survive? How do we I survive?
0: Mean, beyond the podcast? Also, yeah, We are also producers of and and you know the, the Harish is talent. I I I also direct and produce other shows and things like that. Like like we are producing our own TV series. Mm. So I think generally we do a bunch of things related to the entertainment or media space, and uh, you yeah, know this. I, I I guess it's
1: a. Uh, it's, it's that's how we survive lah. If,
0: if, yeah, if
1: but I will don't also know. say that we're not going to shy away from the fact that this is hard. It's not easy. Um, COVID hit us hard. The hook liquidation hit us hard. But it, it's almost like okay, we made the choice. And even though sometimes like I I, I also think, oh fuck, was it during the toughest times? Uh, um, mm. uh, it is a choice, and you kind of have to make it work la. So that means yeah. like temporarily, your your lifestyle has to accommodate. Yeah, then so be it lah. Yeah, um yeah. we definitely would be living more cushy lives if we stayed in on the corporate paths. Yeah. But I will say that there is a a a long term plan or belief that we will fucking uh really build a life, the the brand, the company that that can be big like, and global. Like. Yeah. And that's why we are in it. Correct. I will so,
2: survive.
1: Yeah. So the <laughs> Asian parents, I mean we definitely have tensions with our family because of this choice, but mm. As you get older, yeah, like, um, it's, it's not as binary as that. I means you do this, is a bad decision. Mm, mm, yeah. You, you'll yeah. learn over time, la, generally. Yeah. Yeah. Whew! Man, wow. that was a, that took a lot longer than I thought.
0: <laughs> hour and a half, la, yeah. <laughs> hour and a cool. half. Cool, cool. cool, cool. Okay, I'm glad we managed to squeeze into one episode. Yeah, la. squeeze
1: all. We went through all. Yeah. So the next so one, I mean, maybe what? Episode 350 or something. La. Yeah, I mean,
0: yeah, I maybe mean 500 or what. Uh, yeah. but but I guess we can still do our last segment which is the one shook thing one shook comment I guess we've had a lot of comments yeah. already right? correct, correct, so we correct. can jump straight to the one shook thing and yes. uh, what is your one shook thing?
1: my one shook thing is this video I just randomly came across I think on newsfeed called mm. What We Wear at Minus 71 Degrees Centigrade in Yakuts, Siberia mm. so there's actually a YouTuber who's based in this town which is the coldest town in the world who has created a bunch of videos just talking about her life in Yakuts, um, how her morning routine. So, it's a very lifestyle kind of thing. It's just that the life is set in a ridiculous place. Minus mm. 71 degrees. Minus, minus 71 degrees. Wow. Celsius, yeah. So, that's minus 95 degrees Fahrenheit. And if you stand out there with your bare face for like 20 minutes, you will get frostbite. Or maybe oh less. Shit. Yeah, So it, it's so, fucking crazy. So, what is the video about again? Um, this particular video is what we wear at minus 71 degrees Celsius but a whole channel uh, so maybe my one show thing is a whole channel uh-huh. it's, she's a lifestyle influencer lifestyle YouTuber but the life is set in a ridiculous town got it got it got it okay. yeah, her, her, her name is Kyunbi. B what, what country uh, what country are we talking about Siberia like? Siberia Siberia I see. Yeah, I see. it's the coldest town in the world uh. so they're the fresh, fresh food market Um, the food you don't they don't need fridges they just leave it there and it freezes. It's naturally mm. freezing. Wow! Yeah. That's crazy. holy shit, man. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. But yeah, nice. What is? What's your one show thing?
0: Uh, I mean, like everyone else right now, I, I managed to uh, like like I managed to catch Spider oh. spider Man No Way Home mm-hmm. last night because I couldn't stand seeing spoilers and all that anymore. Mm. And uh, yeah, I usually, uh. You know, nowadays going to when you go to cinema, I I, I usually am not really surprised by much of what I, what I watch, especially mm. when I go in watching knowing that it's a Marvel film, especially when yeah. I go in watching what is the third iteration of a Spider Man, the Spider Man character in my lifetime already la, right? Yeah, the third, the the third series of Spider Man movies, but uh yeah, I mean, the, the, the whole experience just reminded me of the joy of going to the cinema again lah.
1: So it's good, it was, la. It's, it's it good, is,
0: la. It surpassed all my expectations and, and wow. surprised surprised me, yeah. And I, I can't. I, I, was smiling as I walked out the cinema and everything, la. Yeah. Oh
1: shit! So even like the Avengers End Game and all, did that make you feel the same way? No,
0: End Game. This is better than Endgame. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I, 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 think a lot of people agree. Of course, there always be some contrarians, la, But, but it really just was. Was that way for me, la. Is it as good as Crazy Rich Asians? Because you were you're, oh, you're talking cra- about it as no, 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 growingly rich- as you did. No, 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 Crazy, crazy Rich Agents is a is a fun Friday night rom com movie, but Spider Man is something that, uh, I don't know. It just takes it just compresses like thirty years of emotions in your in of your life into a movie, la. yeah
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, and really. you don't need to have watched the other
0: Far From Home and all that shit. And that's one of the best parts about it. Yeah, you don't need to have known the history of the Marvel Cinematic Universe Ooh. for the last ten years to appreciate Ooh. this one. I mean of Thank of course man. if you watch the earlier Spider Man's, that there's, there's definitely that there, that definitely gives you more context lah. And I, I'm assuming most people have at some point or another watched one of those Spider Man's. Mm-hmm. And, and, but yeah, yeah. It is it really was quite something. I haven't I haven't been like, you know, like loved a movie experience so much in a long time already. Oh shit. Yeah, that, maybe that, since that, like, I don't know what uh, Inception or one of those uh, one of those you know or oh, maybe yeah, uh, maybe like Inception or, or, or uh, Interstellar or one of those uh, yeah I see I see mm. oh cool and I was done with I was done with Marvel Universe I thought I was done with the Marvel Universe really like, did... like Black Widow was horrible Shang-Chi was laughable you know I didn't even bother with Eternals and, and all the others I did, did watch on like the it? Oh yeah, like, yeah. I think I think she loved it as well. Wonder Vision was was you know, it was interesting, but I wouldn't go out of my way to tell people like, oh, you must watch it. Yeah. It's crazy or anything, you know. But but, but is like eh? yeah, it's like you have to watch it, like Yeah, wow. you have to. Yeah, it's cool. huh? Eh? Really, yeah. This is it, it makes you feel like a kid again when you watch it. Mm-hmm. That's
2: cool. Yeah. All right, awesome. Cool. All
1: right. Cool. Wow. That's, that's that's how AMA. Ooh. Yeah, our AMA our episode. Thanks for making it all the way to the end if you
2: have. Yeah. And we will talk to you all very soon.